0: Welcome to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. This episode first appeared as a video on my YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash planning. I hope you find it informative. Thanks. You can retire on Social Security. Chapter 14. Medical bankruptcy is killing the American middle class. Really? You probably have read such scare such scare stories as and I quote the American Journal of Medicine documents that healthcare expenses were the most common cause of bankruptcy in the United States in 2007 accounting for 62% of US bankruptcies compared with 8% in 1981 or this quote medical bankruptcy is killing the middle class or this from CNBC Two-thirds of people who filed for bankruptcy cite medical issues as a key contributor to their financial downfall. The list goes on and on. Lots of articles warning you about healthcare costs and how you're only one illness away from losing everything. We'll leave out, for the time being, the Marxists who are pushing this narrative in order to establish a single-payer system. But suffice it to say, the media has fallen for this claim hook, line, and sinker. And because of the continued reporting of these studies over and over, and I was doing scare quotes when I said reported in studies, they have perpetuated a myth, perpetrated a myth that people can't retire due to healthcare risk. On a side note, remember, whenever it comes to the media, if it bleeds, it leads. The media have a huge incentive to report scary stuff. It's our fault, though. Negativity draws eyeballs. Thankfully, the truth is out there, and the truth is that these people are wrong, dead wrong. Let's start with the off-cited, quote, research, unquote, that propelled Elizabeth Warren to national promise. Here is the abstract of the paper paper she co-authored back in the early 2000s. Their findings have since taken a life of its own, scaring countless Americans, almost like a Stephen King novel. Abstract. In 2001, 1.45 million American families filed for bankruptcy. To investigate medical contributors to bankruptcy, we surveyed 1,771 personal bankruptcy filers in five federal courts and subsequently completed in-depth interviews with 931 of them, 931, about half cited medical causes, which indicates that 1.9 to 2.2 million American filers, Americans filers plus dependents experienced medical bankruptcy. Among those whose illnesses led to bankruptcy, out-of-pocket costs averaged 11,854 since the start of the illness. 75.7% had insurance at the onset of the illness. Medical debtors are 42% more likely than other debtors to experience lapse in coverage. Even middle-class insured families often fall prey to financial catastrophe when sick. Seems pretty cut and dry, no? Hard to imagine there would be any issues with their findings, right? Well, let's read what a law professor who now sits on the U.S. Commission of Civil Rights wrote back in 2005 about that research piece. Quote, while the study takes the position that 54.5% of all bankruptcies have a medical cause and 46.2% of all bankruptcies have a major medical cause, it's important to note that only 28.3% of all debtors questioned for the study cited illness or injury as a reason for their own bankruptcies. And even that figure is bloated. The, author gave, the authors gave debtors an, an extensive list of possible reasons for the bankruptcy and encouraged them to check all those that apply to your situation. Among the reasons listed were job program problems, illness or injury to self or family member, divorce or family breakup, may lose home, eviction, foreclosure, victim of fraud or crime, Addition of a family member, gambling, trouble in managing money, employer's business failed, car accident, death of a family member, credit card debt out of control. <laughs> Victim of disaster, flood or fire, aggressive collection efforts by creditor, alcoholism or drug addiction, something else. But they don't say what. The 28.3% figure was obtained from the results of this question. Any bankruptcy of a debtor who cited illness or injury of self or family member was counted as having a major medical cause, regardless of how many other reasons were also cited by that debtor. The study fails to make this clear. Although it states that some debtors cited more than one medical contributor, it fails to make clear that some debtors no doubt check both medical and non-medical reasons for their bankruptcy. Some maybe even have checked all 16 reasons, which I just cited. Such bankruptcies were nevertheless reporting as having a major medical cause. Emphasis mine. I'd highly encourage you to re- read Gail Harriot's paper, paper, which completely takes apart the Warren research. And I just want to cite it again. Look at this. Credit card debt out of control. Troubling in managing money. Uh, where's the other one Uh, divorce or family breakup uh alcoholism or drug addiction so credit card out of control troubling managing money divorce or family breakup aggressive uh i mean it's alcoholism or drug addiction if you check those and then you just also checked something to do with illness they cited as illness was a major contributor to your bankruptcy it's freaking crazy It's embarrassing actually how poor their study was, the Warren research, and yet here we are all these years later when one of the co-authors in 2017 writing that the repeal of Obamacare would kill 43,000 people a year. These people wouldn't get hurt or file for bankruptcy, mind you. They'd be murdered by GOP policies, and yet somehow we take these people seriously. I, I just don't get it. I literally don't get it. Let's take a look at another study that came out in the New England Journal of Medicine in March 2018. This paper challenged the idea of so many people filing for bankruptcy due to medical issues as well. Myth and Measurement, the case of medical Bankruptcies by Carlos Dobkin, Ph.D., Amy Finkelstein, Ph.D., Raymond Klunder, B.S., and Matthew notto Widigo, Ph.D. In 2014, Senator Elizabeth Warren and Sheldon Whitehouse cited medical bills as the leading cause of personal bankruptcy when introducing the Medical Bankruptcy Fairness Act, (coughs) which would have made the bankruptcy process more forgiving for medically distressed debtors. But it turns out the existing evidence for medical bankruptcy suffers from a basic statistical fallacy. When we eliminated this problem, we found compelling evidence of the existence of medical bankruptcies, but discovered that the medical expenses caused many fewer bankruptcies than has been claimed. Beliefs about the frequency of medical bankruptcies are based primarily on two high profile articles that claim that medical events cause approximately 60% of all bankruptcies in the US, which I just cited the warrant piece. In these these studies, people who have gone bankrupt were asked whether they experienced health-related financial stress such such as substantial medical bills or income loss due to illness. People were also asked whether they went bankrupt due to medical bills. People who reported any of these events were described as having experienced a medical bankruptcy. This approach assumes that whenever a person who reports having substantial medical bills experiences a bankruptcy, That bankruptcy was caused by the medical debt. The fact that according to a 2014 report from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which is Elizabeth Warren's pet anyway, about 20% of Americans have substantial medical debt, yet in any given year, less than 1% of Americans file from personal bankruptcy, suggesting that this assumption is problematic. Clearly, many people face medical debt but do not go bankrupt. Our study was based on a random stratified sample of adults 25 to 64 years of age who between 2003 and 7, were admitted to the hospital for non-pregnancy related stay for the first time in at least three years. We linked more than half a million such people to their delayed or uh, detailed credit report records from 2002 to 2011. The scatter plot shows the results of our analysis. That'll show the scatter plot. The results show a clear effect of hospital admission on bankruptcy. The rate of bankruptcy rises sharply in the years after hospital admission. And this change is statistically significant at conventional levels, both one and four years after admission, after which bankruptcies appear to level off. The finding indicates that the expenses that results from the injury or illness that caused the hospital admission, for example, out-of-pocket medical costs and lost labor income, caused some people to file for bankruptcy. However, the magnitude of the bankruptcy effect is much smaller than previously thought. We estimate that hospitalizations cause only 4% of personal bankruptcies among non-elderly U.S. adults. Elderly would be the ones on Medicare. Which is an order magnitude smaller than the previous estimates described above. Unquote. So while we've been led to believe that we are one medical medical bill from bankruptcy, the real numbers reveal something completely different. In fact, the more you read this stuff, the more you realize the fear mongers are hoping to scare you into capitulation to agreeing to a single payer health system where they exercise control, of course. Now, do some people go into bankruptcy because of health care? Sure. Health expenses? Sure. Do people also go into bankruptcy because of a large mortgage payment, car loan, credit card debt? Yep weird that there's no political movement encouraging a government takeover of consumer products to keep us from going to bankrupt. Well, at least not yet. All right, so stay tuned for the final chapter here, the truth about medical costs and retirement. This might be my second favorite chapter of this book, so hang in there and smash. We'll see you next time.